Hello and welcome to Drop the Ball. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're a little somber right now because, of course, the Royals are on an eight-game losing streak. <sighs> eight Woo, games. So awesome. Yay. It's okay. Like, it wouldn't yeah. be May and the Royals if they didn't lose eight games in a row. Yeah. I uh, guess the only worst part about having to watch an eight-game losing streak would be going to a game with White Sox fans when they absolutely obliterate us. Oh, yes. Uh, we'll um, get to that in just a second. Yeah. But I we got called have Ugly Jesus. What? I got called Ugly Jesus. From the White Sox fans? Yeah. What? That's <laughs> horrid. Yeah, it was hurtful. It really hurt my feelings. But, you know. As it should. Hopefully we can turn around and beat Detroit in this game that we're watching as we record this. Exactly. And um, I'll feel a little bit better. That's Jackson Wilkes. How are you doing? I'm good. Um finals week you know doing my thing trying yeah to, trying to not trying to vibe die. yeah trying to vibe trying to vibe trying to you know vibe check. <laughs> I'm trying to vibe dude <laughs> you know dude i'm trying to vibe <laughs> vibe check is a little off right now but we'll get it back for sure it's almost summer dude. at least next week dude, <laughs> yeah. and then we have the the most radical of dudes Oliver Hutchison. <laughs> Hang 10, man. How you doing? What in the heck? <laughs> <laughs> what in tarnation? Uh, hey, man. Pretty good. Having my easiest final week ever. I was just going to say, Mr. Hundreds in every class. Uh, it's. I It went down today to a 100.8. Okay? No way. All right. So I don't need a 55 on my final. I need a 57. O okay. Oliver, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. That's just how it goes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I set the curve on every single test. <laughs> set the curve. Oh, you're that student? I got a 99 and a if 98. If I was in your class, I would actively kill you. I was some, fine where you Some live. poor soul got a 40 and a 20-something. So you ruined their chance at a curve. Yes. You're a dick. I'm not sorry. You're a bad person. No, I'm that. not. Yes. Because I did my work. Oh, no, just there's smarter than everyone rule. else. Do you guys know I about did the my work. rules of baseball? Well, there's unwritten rules of coursework, too. What? Do your work which is, is not no, allowed? Which is you are not allowed to purposely get anything higher than a 90 on any given thing. Okay, but get I won an A. On accident, then you know it's cool. Whatever. Oh, sorry, I meant to fail it. I guess I accidentally got a ninety-nine. No, that's dumb because that's there's no way that would happen. It if can. you tried to get a ninety happen. and accidentally got like a ninety-two. Okay, well the okay. Royals are on an on an eight-game losing streak, <laughs> and we're gonna go to our our. By the way, I have two Bs, just so you know. Okay, so yeah, we're past that. So <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so we're gonna go to our our active Coffin Stadium. Uh, what, uh, what should I say? The correspondent? Live correspondent. Live correspondent at Coffin Stadium. Jackson Wilkes on fr on Saturday night. Daniel Lynch's second start ever. How did he look? Uh, well, he made it all of two-thirds of an inning. Yeah. Um, Gave up eight runs. Um, yeah, I don't know if all of the eight were his or if just like seven, but he gave up at least seven. Well, he, he didn't allow he didn't um, allow the eighth run. Tyler yeah. Zuber. That was Tyler Zuber, yeah. but it was his run. It was so. his run. Yeah, it was um, – you know, it was disheartening. It was hard to watch a little bit. By the time, if you take away the first inning, it's a tie game going into the bottom of the ninth. So, you know, um, that's something if you want to think about that. Uh, Bubich pitched he very was fantastic. good out of the pen. He was um, fantastic. Granted, I'm sure that there was a bit less of of a let's hit Urgency. the crap out of the ball yeah. from, the from the White Sox. Sox. Because they were up 8-0. to zero. But, you know, it was – I don't know. There were some good things that came out of it. Um Bubich was about one of the only ones. Bubich, uh, Wade Bubich Davis looked, looked all right. Yeah. That was cool, yeah. I guess. But yet again, <laughs> that was in the last two innings of a game where the score didn't matter anymore. That's that's something I'm going to bring up a little bit. Um, yeah. Carlos Santana got on base four times. 
He walked twice, hit two singles. So he's still doing his thing. Sabo went four for four. Oh, wait, no, that, um, that was, was the day before. He went 0 for four in my game. Yeah, oops. Um, in the, I was wearing his jersey, so that was awesome. Um, you know, it was not a great game. I kind of expected it, but I was hoping it would at least be close. Um, and it was not. So, you know, uh, the White Sox are, good, are a good team. Uh, I kind of expected us to lose that series. Maybe not all four, but I expected us to lose the series. So, you know, um, feelings are hurt, but... Uh, you know, we'll bounce back. We'll yes, and because of that, in my opinion, Daniel Lynch is slated to pitch on Wednesday against the Tigers. Could be a good bounce back game. Uh, or Thursday, Thursday against the Tigers. And I was going to say, his his turn in the rotation was going to be Friday against the White Sox. And I was about to be like, do not let yeah, him face that lineup again, again yeah. at least for a couple months. Let him, let him face a Detroit team that is struggling. Probably the worst in the division. Possibly in the M- MLB. Yes. <laughs> Possibly in the MLB. Let them let him face a lineup that's really not that great. Yeah. And beat him up and get some confidence. Hey, Irvin Santana, career journeyman in the in the MLB. He's on the team. He's on our team again now. But he had he gave up the cycle. His first four batters that he ever faced. He gave a home run, single, double, and triple. The f- first four batters he ever faced. And so like. In my opinion, Daniel Lynch, you just got to take it with a grain of salt. It'll happen. Hopefully that he uses this as momentum and not as – not momentum. Hopefully he says, I do not want to get humiliated like that ever again, and I'm going to make sure I don't let that happen. Well, and there was – there was I can't I think it was Matheny that said um, he was tipping his pitches a bit. Yeah. Um, the White Sox are already a uh, team that hit left-handed pitching very well, yeah, which didn't help. Although Bubich didn't necessarily see see that effect, um, but like we said, there were other things that went into it. So I mean, there was I mean, it was understandably not a great lineup that you want to see in your second ever start. Um, but I think it's a, it's it could be a great bounce back point for him, and I think it's something that he could definitely learn from, especially if he was tipping his pitches, because even the bad teams are going to notice that and try to take advantage. Yes. So. I think I think there was I think one thing that is very very oh since last week we haven't talked about this because the episode came out on Wednesday but on Wednesday on last Wednesday when you saw this episode or even during the week when you saw this episode you have definitely heard of the Angel Hernandez saga Ooh. going through Kauffman Stadium and yeah. I don't want to touch on it that much but we do have to at least talk about it I think I think everyone that got thrown out of that game, Mike Matheny, Cal Eldred, and Brady Singer, they all they all it was worth it in my opinion because that yeah. that was just unacceptable. And Terry Francona was even saying it the night before we even talked about it because my drop the ball last week was Angel Hernandez being a a douche. But yeah, I I uh, you know, I thought it couldn't get worse. Royals <laughs> Royals played bad, but I think that there's something to say about the eight game streak kind of coinciding with having two straight series. Um, oh yeah, um, offici- officiated and led by Angel Hernandez. One hundred percent. I think it sucks the air out of teams, especially young yeah. ones. And one hundred percent, I am not being like, well, Angel Hernandez lost the game for the Royals. No, no, he didn't. Not at the all. Royals That's not what played we're like saying garbage. at all. Yeah, but. But you cannot you cannot let factors of a game get in your head and I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say here but this team has just shown that it 
whenever they're you have to have a short term memory. You can't yeah. remember. Yeah. You have and to forget about it. When this sh- when this team has shown that they're up against a wall and everything's against them, they're like crap. That is, in my opinion, the reason. In my opinion, the reason why they are not. Well, ready I, yet. I do. I while I agree with you during this stretch, that's been an issue. At the beginning of the season, um, yeah, they there don't was handle the exact confrontation opposite. well. No, at the beginning of the season, there was the exact opposite. They through April, they had three of the ten come from behind victories of four or more runs. They show they showed a great skill at giving up a few runs and coming back into later innings and getting hits and and moving the guys around and and playing small ball, but also playing big ball when they need to and. and and recently, yes, they have looked very, very bad, especially when they don't get out to a good start. But a lot of the losses that happened in this eight-game streak have happened when we were ahead. We started yes. out ahead and didn't come back. And, and I think that's and, an entirely different issue about toughness and, and staying three in of games. The, three of the four Cleveland games yeah. against the Indians, we had the lead by more than three runs. Yeah. and that's Every time. That's something that can't happen. That's, I think yeah. it's, it's frustrating, um, and I think it could be an indicator of – of worse down the road if we don't fix it now. But I think one of the good things about it happening in May and not August is that it can happen and we can fix it and it won't happen the rest of the season. And it, yes. it's something that we can bounce back from and still maybe keep some sort of playoff hope alive. This isn't a 60 game yeah. season where if it happens once you're basically out like it did last season, this isn't, you know, something that happens to take you out of first place in late August. This is something that you can bounce back from. The young players can learn, understand what's happening, and try to fix it. So yes, and with the White so- with the White Sox series moving in towards the White or wait, w- one last thing, Danny Duffy. Danny Duffy pitched his ass off on Thursday. Oh yeah, he pitched his ass off on Thursday, and what you do is you score him literally nothing. You uh, the every it seems like. When one thing is going great, another thing just completely falls short. Or when, yeah, and it, it just it just switches from the, it switches back and forth from the bullpen blows it, the offense can't score, the starting pitching gives up eight runs in the first inning. Like, you the off like if you give up eight runs in the first inning, I'm sorry, chalk it up, let it go, come back tomorrow. Like yeah. that's. That's just how that goes, but but these when Danny Duffy only allows two runs through six in, through six innings, and or I guess he gave up three through six, but still, that's a quality start. That's a quality start, and you have to three runs is not a tall order, especially against mediocre starting pitching. That is just um, yeah. I just Tristan McKenzie has shown promise, but on Thursday he was missing spots. Well, and they left so many guys on base. Exactly, it's situational hitting. Yeah. It's the thing that was so good at the beginning of the year, and I was like, oh my god, they finally fixed it. But it's back to the 2020-2019 Royals, where situational hitting turns into hell and a half stick. Like it's hell and a half shell is what I meant there to say. Go, yeah, not hell and a half stick. <laughs> Ugh, mixing my my turtle references there. I apologize, um, but. Yeah, it, it just it's so annoying. And the White Sox, the White Sox series, one thing you have to win against the White Sox. You went one and nine against them last year. Yeah, you're not going to win, especially this year. You're not going to win the division if you don't beat the White Sox. Y- yes, you have to beat the White Sox. And I'm not saying that like it's division win or bust. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But you no, at yeah. least have to be competitive. So next year, when you are up against them for the division, 
that the White Sox aren't like, we don't have to worry about these games at all. Well, and <laughs> they're a very young team. They rebuilt a, exactly at the same time as we did. And yeah. they, so none of those guys are going anywhere. They're going to have all of that yeah. talent coming back next Moncada, season. So. Robert, uh, Eloy Jimenez, and they don't even have Eloy Jimenez and Luis Robert. They're, yeah. gonna, they're gone for the rest Anderson of the season. Will, Anderson will be back next year. That dude's not going Tim, anywhere. Yeah, Tim Anderson will be there. Uh, they're going to keep that core. Their whole that, pitching staff and their whole, will be yes, there. Yes, Michael Kopech. Lance Lynn. Giolito. Lance Lynn is a free agent, but oh, uh, is he? who knows? Okay. I like We just don't. Yeah, I, we don't know. Like it, it, They remind me. I don't know. They're 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 a little scary, but you you at least have to be competitive in those in these games because if you're not, then you turn into just nothing. And you, I don't know. You you have to compete against them. You yeah, have to, it, it, they have to. they looked they looked abysmal. I do want to mention you were talking about hitting um, as we're watching as we have the game going. Um, so that's happening tonight. They did show a graphic where since May second, the Royals. Um, have been uh, in the bottom like five or at least bottom half of almost every offensive category except for hard hit balls, mm-hmm. um, meaning they're having some trouble hitting into some bad luck. They're kind of going through what Hunter Dozier went through at the beginning of the season with hitting very very hard balls into outs. They're lined there. They're I think they were first in the MLB in um, outs on line drives, which have the highest chance of becoming a hit. Um, out of any type, ground balls, and or I'm fly pretty balls. sure they're they're top five at least, if not top one or two of batting average of balls put in play, which is BAPIP, which is something you bring up a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're top five, you said? Or like, are you sorry? Do you mean top five? Or uh, oh, bottom five? Right, right, right. Yeah, no, it's of batting it's, average of yeah. balls put into play, which is it's crazy, and and that's no excuse because. Stat. Obviously, they didn't. I mean, in some of the White Sox games, some of the Indians game. Well, no, the Indians games we hit. Some of the White Sox games, we didn't even look like we were trying to swing at the ball. Yeah. You know, it looked like we were just putting the ball, putting the bat in the in the strike zone and hoping the ball hit it. We weren't even swinging. So it, it's there's there's underlying factors. There's things that you know, definitely look at, check it out. Um, but yeah, it's it, the situational hitting hasn't been great. They have been hitting into some bad luck. Um, and that's about, I think, what describes the last eight games. Yeah. The team has a lot of issues. Man, I haven't talked in like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> the team has a lot of issues. Um, but it all culminates in the last 10, 10, week, 10, 10 weeks, 10 games when – let me go find it. Uh, where'd it go? I'm looking at where'd it go. Okay. Entering Sunday, the Royals ha- – I'm quoting Ann Rogers. Mm-hmm. Entering Sunday, the, Roy- the Royals had been outscored 49-18 to 18 over the last seven games, scoring 2.6 runs a game while allowing seven runs a game. So, Matthew, you said when one thing falls apart or when, th- when one thing's going strong, one thing falls apart. Clearly, more than one thing is completely going to shit at the same time here. Yeah. And it didn't say that starting pitchers relieve pitchers, and I know Danny Duffy pitched well, whatever, but our pitching staff as a whole – sucks yeah right now yeah it sucks our hitters right now they suck and i have news for you those are the only two facets of the game those yeah so yeah defense we is suck important. we're and, bad right now and yeah. de- and our defensive metrics horrid we're top worst, we're worst bottom infield. worst we're infield bottom, in the league yeah. and right now <laughs> we are bad i yeah. think yeah i um you brought up a good point with the with the pitching staff yeah. i think um 
I'm sure there are more specific stats no, on, yeah, on I, the ERAs and, and you yeah, know all the all so the specific oh, one of the yeah the I don't know if this is what you were about to say I apologize but it's I just saw something earlier on Twitter about how the Royals are in the bottom like I think bottom four of there's only three times the entire year that the our starting pitcher has gone six innings or longer six or more Danny Duffy Singer and um, Duffy again. I'd be wrong. Yeah, but doesn't matter. Regardless, who the hell they are. three is three is three is bad. Uh, in what thirty, 30 games? some games? That's not good. That's not great. Uh, it's yeah. I I think I think Matt, you said when one thing falls apart. Um, and I meant I didn't mean like one thing is one thing is great then another. No, yeah, horrible. yeah, yeah. One thing falls apart and the whole I think it, the whole it, thing is no, yeah, and I. Th- it's gone to shit. I think, it's yeah, just no, 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 good. and it started with the pitching. I think we we, we saw. I remember. I don't. Know, I know. I've said it. I don't. Remember, I don't know if anybody else has said it. We at the beginning of the season, I said something uh, when we like had it when we were like winning. Yeah. I was like, you know, we're winning despite our starting pitching right now. Blah blah blah. You know, like I think it's a good. It's a good sign, but that but our, our pitching needs to catch up. Um, and right now we're seeing what happens when our pitching doesn't catch up because you you're going to have to have times where the pitching the pitching picks you up. Right. The offense picks you up. That's right. what that's what the beginning of the year. I'm not saying the pitchers need to show up. They still need to. But like I'm not saying like, whoa, you have to go out there and allow nothing. Like that's not fair. Like you have to you will allow runs, you will allow hits, but you can't be going out there and pitching four and a third every time and think that's a that's a good start because it's not. Yeah. So I'm glad okay. This is kind of leading into something that I was gonna bring up. Um I think that it's time in the Royals um, rebuild that they do a similar type of transaction that they did in 13 or whenever they got James Shields because we have a lot of pitchers who are either really old or really young. Okay. So you have a solid take. You have three basically rookies in Chris Bubich, Brady Singer, and Daniel Lynch, who's mm-hmm. very, very fresh. Yeah. And then you have these old guys, Danny Duffy and Mike Miner. Um, so you need the Royal. Here's what the Royals need to do. They need to let the they need to let Jackson Coar and Asa Lacy do their thing. Don't bring anyone else back Don't up. Rush yeah. Don't rush any more prospects because you're feel like that's a trend that they're getting on, and it needs to not I become a trend. F- the fan base has really tried to push it that way. That is true. Yeah. So. All, all, all the five Royals fans who listen to this, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Okay, so here's what the Royals need to do. Let the team gel for this season. Don't do anything at the deadline because unless unless we go on a run. I don't know. It's, you know, it's unless early. It's May. Unless Mike Miner starts balling out, you trade him for a for a lot of stuff. Well, okay, if you're, if you're going to do something at the deadline, deadline, you sell something. We're not. You don't buy this year. Yeah. This year you hold, right? Or you sell if, if you have a, an old piece who's like like Mike Miner. You sell Mike Miner if he's doing well. Yeah. Or but Greg Holland or Wade Davis or if they're doing anything. A bullpen piece that's old. No yes. young player young players stay. Whitmerfield stays. Cause well, he's, he's, not, he's talked he's not about that young. I know. But I know, but that's why I said something. That's why I didn't include him in the young course. Yeah. No, yeah. Um but this off season I don't know who the free agents are, but you have to sign an established arm. I know <laughs> y'all are going <laughs> to, I'm pretty sure Max Scherzer is available after this year. Ooh. I'm not saying, <laughs> I mean, I would love it, but that, that's a he's, lot of money. He's, he's the kind of, I don't mean, I don't want us to sign like, like a, like a Cy Young winning ace. 
like like Max Scherzer, but I want us to sign an arm that's not super old, but who's really good. Yeah. You know, so because like a catalyst, we need some kind of or oomph into the lineup because all of this homegrown yep. talent is fa- well and good, but they're not all going to be these aces. You need a Johnny Cueto type of presence. You need a James Shields type of guy who can really lead the charge. And right now our number one is Danny Duffy. I'm sorry, you guys. I don't believe in Danny Duffy's longevity as a, as, no. as good as no, he's yeah, been. I agree. I just, yeah. he's, it's not going to stay. I don't believe, I don't believe in Danny Duffy and call me a hater. I don't know. I don't believe in his l- l- mentorship or leadership aspect. I don't think that he is. And I think you see that when he is the fourth pitcher being sent out every day. He was, and he's pitching, he's pitching great. Don't not oh, yeah, for sure. get me wrong, but Oliver, you're not wrong. I think that that is very, very valid because you keep you said this too. I was like, we're running. We were talking about this at the uh, at the beginning of the season. We're running out of spots. If Kyle Isbell starts raking and all this, we're running out of spots for position players. And if these pitchers come up and Austin Cox and Jonathan Boland, all these guys that everyone says they're they're going to be great, we're running out of spots. But you're right. Not everybody's going to be good. Trade even trade Austin Cox or Jonathan Bolin, a two top top tier prospects. And I'm not saying they're Will Myers because Will Myers was a one in a one in a one of a kind, and he tur- we ended up winning that trade. Do not get me wrong, but and he still turned out to be a good baseball. And player. he's still decent. He's yeah. still playing for the Padres, but <laughs> okay. But sorry, continue. I have something to say. But also, you can trade a couple of those arms for a legit arm if he is if he's coming off a contract or. He is getting older, or yeah. like you said, you need somebody who is solidified and very, very good. Yeah, well, and and I mean, just as an example, just for scale, um, Khalil Lee, good prospect. Um, I just think wasn't developing. I in think our yeah, I, I think yeah. I think he was. I think he, I mean, obviously not Will Myers level, but he's a good prospect. Someone who will probably make it to the majors. I don't know if he's an everyday starter yet or not. Um, Look at that guy and look at Franchi Cordero. You know those two those two names. Those two got us Andrew Benintendi. Someone like Cox or Bolin, who, in my opinion, are way better prospects, could get us someone way better. And that was straight up. We could include more in that deal, you know. So it's I think there is there is a that that's a very, very um realistic okay. path. So yeah. I went ahead and looked it up. Here are the twenty twenty two MLB free agents who are starting pitchers. I'm gonna list off some names. And all of these guys don't have any more options. So no player option, no club option. Y'all ready for this? Yeah. Zach Greinke, Justin Verlander, Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer, Marcus Stroman, Charlie Morton, Kevin Gaussman. That's pretty much uh, Corey Kluber, Danny Duffy, um, Michael Pineda, Noah Syndergaard. In the list. No one else is Jake worth Jake Arrieta. No one else is worth it. All right. Here the t- the, there are th- Johnny Cueto has a club option. Trevor Bauer has a player option. We I don't want him anyways. No, yeah, and screw him. No way. What? The Dodgers signed Trevor Bauer and he has an opt out of the first season? The, yeah, you know, but he won't opt out. That's crazy. I'm sorry. That's insane. Anyways, so I just named a couple people who I I started smiling just because there's a possi- a very remote possibility that the Royals decide to spend money. They might bring Grinky back. I would not well, be surprised. Remember, I don't I would much rather have Grinky or Syndergaard were the two that I heard, and I was like, 
Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I want. I, I, Cinder you know how I feel about my Mizzou guys. I really like Max Scherzer. Bring him home, dude. He's a maniac. Bring I him love home. it. No, yeah, I like him. He's home. so weird, and I love also, it. Also, it'd be nice to see him pitch against uh, his old team. The tr- uh, Tigers? Yeah. Yeah, also, Verlander's coming off Tommy John. and he Yeah, I'm not I'm not so sure about it. But that's a Justin bit of a Verlander risk. Justin Verlander won the Cy Young like two years ago or something Yeah, like that's that. a bit of a risk. But, I mean, if anybody could bounce back at the age that he is from Tommy John, it's Yeah, him. and <laughs> also, I don't think uh, – Kershaw's not going anywhere. If Kershaw goes anywhere, he's going to get paid. I think the Mets would trade us to Grom. Uh, no. <laughs> well, okay. No. I, I clicked on Trevor Bauer. He's got a three-year contract. I mean, his options are, you know, whatever. He also has $34 million a year, which we're not going to do. No, yeah. It's, so Okay, so uh, with yeah. the Royals, I think one thing to, to remember is they've got Ball room to sign someone next year and still be under their budget that they were like two or three years ago, like pre-pandemic. Yeah, but they have to be but really comfortable yeah. with who that is. They were no, yeah, but they I think they're at like somewhere probably around like 90 I think million for this Something season. Like that, yeah. And during 2014-2015 they were at like 123. So like they I mean they clearly have 30 to 40 million that they yeah. could possibly spend. And that's that's not even in thinking about the fact that Sherman has proven that he's willing to go out and pay people. Yes. This yes. the 123 million was with David Glass, known cheapskate Won us, won us a couple. I mean, important things, but rest in peace. But the rest, rest in peace. But the rest of his tenure in Kansas City, he did not spend any money and was not willing to let us compete. So I yes. think, th- I think there's, there's, it's not that far out of the realm of possibility to, th- to think that the Royals could go out and pick up one of these arms. And it would be exciting. The Royals yes. fans haven't had this kind of pitcher since Zach Green. Well, Johnny Cueto, kind of, but Zach Greinke. Yeah, you haven't had. I would say Cueto was James worse Shields. than Shields. Nah. Shields is probably the best since Greinke, honestly. Okay, Jordano so, Ventura and, maybe, but he was young. But he, but he was but also you're proving homegrown. you're proving Oliver's point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's still, yeah. It would be so exciting and rejuvenating for the ro- the the Royals to do something like this. The Chiefs yeah. have done it recently with some players, but that's kind of a different animal. But as a as a Royals fan, you haven't seen a whole lot of exciting acquisitions except for the Benintendi thing that's kind of been well, yeah it i mean you recently. saw how excited all the fans got for Benintendi and santana which is like he- mid-level players because we did something right we haven't right, done right, anything right. for five yeah. six years yeah we haven't done anything since we traded for johnny cueto and ben zobris yeah we i mean that's it we quietly let all of our best players leave without trading for new fresh talent we we didn't um we won but we weren't getting anything out of them and after that, and no, no, we didn't, we, we didn't get, we didn't get or win anything from letting these players leave because they left in 16, 17, 18. Well, we got Brett yeah. Phillips and Jorge Lopez for Mike Moustakas. Jorge Lopez, and was look awesome. what happened. <laughs> hey, we almost got a perfect game out of Lopez, and look at him now. <laughs> He's pitching for the worst pitching staff in the league. That's not us. Is he in? Is he with the Tigers? With the Orioles? Oh, the Orioles. Um, oh no, they threw a no hitter this season, so, so it could be that bad. So okay, <laughs> to put a bow on this, to put a bow on, to put a bow on this, I agree with everything Oliver saying. Yeah, you're gonna have to overpay like hell for anyone to you come to not. Kansas City. Honestly, you might not have to overpay. You will, but especially if you want to. If you want a big arm, they want a big market. I think it depends on you the name. You want to go to the Royals? If it's uh-huh. if it's like Scherzer, if it's like Scherzer, Scherzer or Syndergaard, a hundred percent. Scherzer. If it's if you're drawing someone away from a large market, you'll have to overpay them. But if it's if it's an aging Zach Grinky, I don't think you have to overpay him that much. Well, what I'm saying is, I don't I don't know how much you'd have to overpay Max Scherzer just because he'd be coming home. I get that, but well, where was he born? I know he went to Mizzou, but where was he? Where's he from? No clue. I think that is one thing to think about, though. Is I mean, if you if you are someone listening, one of the five people listening, 
um, and you do enjoy, I mean, and you do enjoy like, trades and looking into people, definitely check out where they're from and where they're coming from before you think about how much money we should be giving. Max Scherzer's got Scott Boris as his agent. Oh yeah, Boris is gonna Boris is gonna He's make gonna be like over ninety million a year. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's um. Also, Boris doesn't like to deal with the same team. He likes to just get the most money anyway. Well, yeah, so Boris. Boris is the reason that that Hosmer chose Padres for one more million dollars. So, so yeah. anyway, the only thing I'm getting is that Max Scherzer met his wife at Mizzou. Like that's um, the only Chesterfield, thing Missouri hometown. Which is around. So St. Louis. Yeah, anyway, he's around. Maybe I'll go to the Cardinals instead. Let's get out of this rut. Don't we have to? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, we have to get out of this rut. We have to start scoring some runs, and it's not happening so far. Hopefully, we'll get to oh, that. Oh, look, point a ground a ball to time. fucking shortstop. Whoops, sorry. That No. Uh, we're not play by play, so let's just not talk about this game until after it happens. No, right? I still, I'm just like, oh. No, right. Yep. Look at uh-huh. that. But they exactly. can't see that. So that is our segment on the Royals. Well, at least, at least Brady Singer is pitching his ass off. Knock on wood. He's going back out. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back with Drop the Ball and Arrowhead Chop Talk right after this. Before we get into the next section, we would like to thank our sponsors, the List Show Sell KC Group with Keller Williams Key Partners. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, they serve clients with superior customer service and integrity while going the extra mile to make your transaction the best it can be. Find them on Facebook by searching List Show Sell KC. Slide into home with the List Show Sell KC Group. It's what they do. Be sure to find us on all our social media accounts. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DropTheBallPC. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and like the Facebook page, both at DropTheBallPodcast. And we are back with the Arrowhead Chop Talk. We're going to have to drop the ball right after this. But first, we're going to talk about something stupid that happened in the media this week. (laughs) Everyone is picking the Chargers to win the division. Why? Fellas, I turn it to you. Chargers are going to win the division. How? I'll (laughs) tell you why. But you just got to give me 30 seconds the first here. Things, the first thing that comes <laughs> to your mind, the Chargers win the AFC West. What would what happens? What happens? How do they win? No, How do they I win know the why they West? win, but I can't remember the stupid guy's name. Um, Nick Wright. No. I'll no. tell you what happens. Uh, Patrick Mahomes slides, and somebody goes for his leg and tears his ACL. And then he does not play. And then whoever the, whoever the hell they signed, what's his name? Uh, the guy, the undrafted free agent. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know that guy. That guy comes in and he is passable, and they still get to the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes is back for the, for the playoffs. They win the Super Bowl. Doesn't matter. Wait, so what's your actual question here? I'm saying, how do the Chargers win the division? Because I don't, I don't see a, a realm of possibility. No, am I am I me or am I the media right now? You're the media. Okay, so I'm the media. The Chargers are going to be better than the Chiefs because they drafted Rashawn Slater. That's it. Just it. Justin Herbert has a new left tackle. <laughs> the whole team just got nine times better, and the Chiefs are nobodies now. Who are they? They're racist. That's who they are. It's not just – it's also – he got a left tackle, but also uh, – what did Mahomes get? He got a left tackle. A, well, he got a right guard. And Oliver, guard, I don't want, I don't and, want you to forget. center that he'll be snapping well, to. Let's not for forget the cornerback in the years. second round. Well – also, they do have one of the Bosa brothers who apparently is their entire defense. So <laughs> let's not forget that they not will anymore. sack Mahomes not four anymore. times a game. Mahomes is bad now. And and remember, guys, remember. <laughs> he, could, he didn't have an offensive line, so he's bad. Guys, remember that the Chargers beat the Chiefs last year. 
that too. They beat the Chiefs practice squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they beat Chad Henney, the savior of of hey, the division. The Browns game, couldn't beat so. Chad. Henney. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Browns couldn't beat Chad Henney, and they almost won their division. So hey, and the Chargers, they were fighting with Darwin Thompson and Byron Pringle there for a bit. Okay, no, in re- in reality. The, I think they're just really high on the char- the Chargers draft class, and they're just like, this is it. They're gonna finally gel because Justin Herbert ended up being a really what good about sophomore quarterback. slumps. Sophomore I don't know, slumps. man. I just think that. Oh, I just think that. Um, it's just that they just think it's their time. There's, it's you said something. You said you said things many a time last year. It's the shiny new toy, you know. So that's 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 yeah. what it is. They're like, oh, they're gonna be good. They also think that the Ravens are gonna be better than the Chiefs, but that's okay. Yeah, I I don't know. I it's I think a lot of people are expecting. So one thing I think a lot of people are looking at is the chief, the fact that the Chiefs have been to two straight Super Bowls now, and it's not very often that p- teams go to three straight Super Bowls. Um, it's not very often the team that team makes it to the playoffs after losing the Super Bowl. Too. Also, we are getting to a point a little bit where I think the Chiefs are hitting Patriots status. In terms of people are tired of seeing them in the news, people don't like. It's kind of like how everyone's getting upset with the Padres being featured in almost every ESPN story ever created. The Padres are awesome, though. Um, right, but I think a lot of fans, a lot of casual fans that don't that can't really look at other teams and appreciate what's going on there. We want something new. Yeah, I think they're just tired of hearing about Patrick Mahomes. They're tired of. They're tired of Brett Veach being really good, and they're, well, tired they're of excited seeing for the. The five new quarterbacks that win the first round. They just, yeah, I just, yeah, I just so, think that's, I think that's a big thing. Is a lot of times I speak to fans from other teams, they're like, oh, we hate Mahomes. And I'm like, why? He's a really good dude and he doesn't really showboat or anything like that. And they're they like, well, it's because he's, he's really, good. it's because he's a bad person. And I'm like, I think you're just, you're getting really worn out of seeing him and everything that happened. I think they you don't have really Deflategate to blame him for. It's, or, I, yeah, I think I just, they just, I just hate just. him for the same reasons that I tend to hate people for almost no reason. Just because. Just because. I, 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 and I get it. I get it. I totally get it. I, I understood. Thanks, Davis. <laughs> when we started playing well, I understood that the Chiefs eventually were going to hit Patriot status and people were going to start not, not liking them because they were good and regularly good and beat a lot of teams. And I think that that's something that Chiefs fans are probably going to have to deal with. They're going to have to understand that that's a thing that happens. I'm, so. I'll deal with it just fine. No, yeah. Uh, but then, you know, yeah thing if is, anybody comes at me the about the Chiefs, I'm just going to use the thing is, whole hard not facts a, and You're logic. not a stereotypical Chiefs fan. Um, everyone else will just get pissed off and yell and 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 get mad at each I'll other. I'll ask the back, question, why? Back on the back on the Ravens, though, you were talking about the Ravens. Yeah, I mentioned I saw that. the funniest tweet of my entire life earlier. I laughed so hard at it because I know it's not it's not real. A Ravens fan it posted a picture of Sammy Watkins. He's like, I can just imagine 1,200 yards and 10 touchdowns. And I <laughs> said, or it's like, who's stopping him from 1,200 yards and 10 His touchdowns? Knee. And I said, yeah. I said him not being able to get him through, get him through six games, get up off the couch first. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I love, I love Sammy Watkins. I don't want to bash on him. I'd be more than happy to watch him be successful in, in Baltimore, as long as it's not beating us. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think it's, it's similar. I think Ravens fans are probably looking at how we reacted to Orlando Brown jr. And, and kind of having that same mentality of like, oh, he's not really that good, blah, 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 blah. You know, so I think it's just, it's fan behavior. I just don't, if you look at anything from Sammy Watkins the past two years, three, past three years, Sammy Watkins was was out in week seven in 2018, I'm pretty sure, week seven, and he didn't come back to the playoffs. 
last year he was out for he was out in like the middle of the season didn't come back till like week 15 or 16 and then in or this or i guess that would have been two years ago and then last year in the 2020 season he got hurt in, in buffalo came back for like a game in miami and then he literally just couldn't play until the super bowl and he was bad in the super bowl and oh god it's it just bothers me that everyone's like, oh, he's going to be awesome. And I'm like, no, he's not because he's going to just – he's going to be just bad. He's going to be bad. I don't – he's not going to be bad. He, I mean, he's still Sammy Watkins, you know. Like, I don't – He's a specimen of an athlete, and now the Ravens think since they drafted uh, decent wide receivers in the, in the draft that they are now currently going to have weapons out of their booty hole, but they don't. They just don't. And once – Lamar can prove he's an accurate passer, then I will be 100% okay with putting them ahead of the Chiefs. But until that point, I don't think so at all. Yeah, no, I I don't think I'm not I'm definitely not at a place where I think the Ravens are better than the Chiefs. That's going to I mean as a fan, I just don't know if I'll ever be able to, you know, put that out they there can't but beat us. Hey, that's yeah, as as They've had really good lineups in the past three years, and in the past three years, Lamar Jackson has yet to beat Patrick Mahomes. I, yeah. I know it's more than just those two players and 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 all that, but I mean the Ravens have played a Chiefs team with bad defense. They've they've played a Chiefs team with good offense. They've played a Chiefs team with both. They've played a Chiefs team with good offense and good defense. I. They've played a lot of variations of, of the Chiefs in the last three, four years, and they haven't been able to beat them in any, in any of them. So I think, um, you know, that's something to think about. They, uh, they've, uh, whether, it's, whether it comes down to just Andy Reid is a better coach than Harbaugh, Harbaugh, which I wholeheartedly agree, whether it's the talent of the players on the field. I think, I think it's it, the Chiefs, getting kind of back around to where we started this whole tangent, the Chiefs are, are the team to beat in the AFC right now. Um, I think the Bills are getting to that status. I think the Ravens could get to that status. Um, I think the hell, I think the Browns um, could get close to that in the next year to year or two. Um, but until one of those teams beats us in a game that really matters, a postseason game, I think regular season is regular season. But until one of them faces us in the postseason, knocks us out of the postseason, and keeps us out from, out of the Super Bowl for the first time in three years. Yeah. Then, then I will say that they're the, the AFC then we're is not the, then we're the team to beat, and it's just it's as simple as that. I don't mean it to degrade other people, other other teams, other fan bases. This isn't me trying to be a cocky Chiefs fan. That's just kind of how it is. Well, the team to beat is always oh my god, sorry. The team to beat is always the team that won last year. You know, so yeah. until we're not the team who that won last wins year. the last game. Yeah, to use take from Moneyball, gotta win that last game and. In the AFC part of things, we have the last yeah, we have. couple of years, yeah. and that makes us the team to beat. And until somebody else wins that game, you're not. Sorry. You're just not. Yes. <laughs> I agree. And sorry. Sorry, I just wanted to really, really talk about how the Chargers aren't going to win the AFC West. Oh, no. I, That's just all. I think the Raiders are, are scarier. Dude, than that the draft? Chargers. That draft of theirs? Taking four safeties? Damn. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried, man. I'm worried. Last year, they wanted to get a Tyree kill. Now they're... Now they're trying to get 300 Tyron Matthews out there. <laughs> Although oh. I will say I was really scared of the Broncos for the like 20 hours that they were saying that, that there was rumors that Rodgers might go there. 
when that was happening, I was like, oh, okay. Broncos, Broncos haven't right. won a game against the Chiefs. Right, but they've never played a game against the Chiefs with Aaron Rodgers. I understand. And the last time they played with a future Hall of Famer, they had Peyton Manning and won and a Super, won Bowl. Super Bowl. So, you know, and before that, they weren't playing super hot football. So, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a hypothetical because it's not happening. But I was a little concerned. Okay, well, we're going to move on to drop the ball. I will go first. I'll go first. America's favorite segment. You guys know what it is. This is the name of the show. So, so, I will go first. The Oakland Athletics. Rather, the city of Oakland. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the news, fellas, but the MLB just okayed the Oakland Athletics to leave the city yeah. of Oakland. And they are pursuing other opportunities Oakland, what is so bad? Oh, I know why. It is 100% about their stadium. That stadium is a piece of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and it has not had a renovation since I'm pretty sure the 70s. So, Oakland, if you want to have people there, I don't know. And who, you, I don't know, update your facilities, don't have a name change every year. Who knows? I just think the city of Oakland is dropping the literal ball. And th- now two sports teams in the past three years are going to leave. They only have the Golden State Warriors ne- left now. Oh, and well, they won championships. So they won championships, but not recently. They, it's just that's And they've got one of the better, the best players in the league. Yeah. Well, that's why they're staying. But that's also the lowest market. The Raiders, of course, sports. we know is a, is a poverty franchise. And the A's... Yeah, I mean, they're famous for Moneyball, but they are not good in the playoffs usually. Yeah, they, they contend a lot, but they don't do anything in the postseason. They don't do anything in the playoffs. So they lose to the Royals the in the city of Oakland, uh, I, you're dropping the ball. Also, I think it would be really, really, really cool, in my opinion, to see the athletics go to Portland. Yeah. So I think that'd be, yeah. That's just me. I also kind of would. Baseball I wouldn't hate to see another Canadian team either. Um, because we have they're not the going to change the A's though. The Vancouver <laughs> Athletics or something? No, yeah, I I don't know. It's it's just something to think about. It might not be the A's. It might just be an expansion team in the future. I don't know. But another Kansas team, Wichita. I just yeah. think they should another go. Kansas team. What are you talking about? I oh, just yes, the Kansas City Royals are a Kansas team. Screw you, no, Missouri they're not. Boy. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, there are. There's no, more. There's more Can- Royals fans in Kansas than there are Missouri. That's not the point. I promise you. You Kansas actually team. can't promise me that. They're a Kansas team. Anyways. You can't. No. Um, hey, we have to stay here for a I'm second. I'm Oliver. I'm from Missouri, and it's better stay No. No. This is, just, Anyways, this is just fact. Can we please? Um, no, Matt. We can't. Jackson um, needs to be educated. Wait. Does it say Missouri in their name? No. Oh, but do you, weird. Can, you know, you know the state name, of Kansas is named after the city of Kansas City. Well, actually, the state of Kansas and the city of Kansas City are named after the same thing, which has nothing to do with the governmental, the, the, the state of Kansas. The Kansas Indian, excuse me, the Kansas mm-hmm. Native Americans. Mm-hmm. Or what they're named after, the state of Kansas mm-hmm. is co- is a coincidental name that mm-hmm. Kansas City shares. I think we should mm-hmm. move on. I love rooting for Kansas teams. Um, so I think we should move um, on. Yeah, I, it's I, not uh, a Kansas team. I think we should move on. That's just my opinion. Yeah, Kansas teams rock. Oliver, what's your drop the ball? Go no, there, there really aren't any. Go so. Chiefs and Royals. Those are Missouri teams. Kansas teams. My drop the ball is uh, Yankees uh, coaches because five of them are positive of COVID now. <laughs> so I didn't know that. Holy crap! Uh, that. It's at least one. The other How ones are not yet positive. Which, I don't know. Which is very misleading. Oh, in the awesome to say, thing? oh, five coaches, but the other ones aren't positive or confirmed yet. The other ones are. The other thing that's awesome is that the Yankees came out and were like, oh yeah, we're still gonna have the game. 
yeah, you there's get no COVID this game. late in the game? You know, like that's embarrassing at this point. You know, <laughs> honestly, like imagine like, getting COVID. Like I'm not even fully vaccinated. And I'm gonna talk crap because like <laughs> I don't know. Like I I don't know how you get it this late. You know I don't mean? know, but fully you, had, you, you had one MFers. job. Like imagine being this behind a trend that's not even a good trend to be on. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I could be back in September, dude. Get on my level. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. Who had it when it was hot and like? Yeah, who's one of the cool kids that got COVID? Not me. I never got COVID, which makes me an elite tier um, citizen of the United States. Well, but, but right under you are the people that got it in like last February. Right? Oh no, yeah, the people that got it first are the win, the true yeah winners. Um, okay, Jackson, I think you have some uh, my from Mother Russia, right? Yeah, my drop of the puck in this scenario goes into foreign foreign lands um there was a over in russia there was a uh a friendly match on the on the ice between i don't even know who was playing but i do know that one of the competitors was uh was uh vladimir putin uh playing playing hockey uh playing in parentheses air quotes whatever you want to be whatever you want to say um he had eight goals (laughs) <laughs> scored uh his team won 13 to 9 kind of surprised the other team scored any uh yeah, and all, there's all the no people, there's the peop- yeah there's right. no videos uh because you know it's a communist country that doesn't allow any media um against their their president but uh they're not com- i guess they're not technically communist but they they definitely anymore but they they don't the media is very heavily censored um, but yeah, I, from, from the reports that I've seen, uh, he had no defense. There was no defense against him. He scored on open goals. So, um, take that with what you will. Well, yeah. Because but if somebody got in the way of him, they'd be sent to the gulag. <laughs> <laughs> they would have been shot on the ice, just yeah. right there on the ice. Yeah. Um, they would have been ran over with a Zamboni, you know, gang yeah, style. Yeah. Not the, not the Call of Duty Warzone gulag. Not that gulag. I'm talking about like, like hot. No, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. No, I was gonna say <laughs> um, something. So, so yeah. I guess who dropped the ball is Putin. I don't know. I don't know if he genuinely thought that this would make him look cool. Yeah. I don't know if he genuinely. I don't know if maybe. I don't know if he's even aware that they're treating him like a five-year-old playing basketball with his big cousins. I don't know. I'm sure. I always get. This, I, I have an image in my head of, of him scoring, and then everyone's like, "Oh, wow, yeah!" Like everyone on the ice is just kind of like, "Yeah, you did it! Yay!" You know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's, he kind of dropped the ball, especially if it was purposeful. Cause I, I, of course it was, I don't think that, I don't think this was, I think anybody that's not from Russia, even probably people in Russia are looking at this and going, that's just so lame. Yeah. But the North Koreans are looking so at it like, stupid. Oh. yeah, the North Koreans are just in awe of this man. Um, but yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's very funny. Hey, man, there were probably some bears fighting him, too. <laughs> there were some bears. He was, he was playing bears. That's how he, he scored was, eight. Yeah, that's that's what it was the bears, bears just on fell down on the ice. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happened. Well, the Royals have lost eight in a row, probably nine in a row. We'll see. To the damn Detroit Tigers. Anyway, until next time, you're going to miss us. But until next time, don't drop the ball. <laughs>